blade. We represent the ruling body of the Vampire Nation. They're offering you a truce. They want to meet with you. You sure about this? They'll take us in deeper than we've ever been. Now, those he has sworn to kill need his help to fight a new breed of terror. Our forces are ready to fight, but we need a leader. Let me get this right. You want me to hunt them for you? You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 370. I'm Marquis Mike. How about that weather out there? Oof, it is frightful. Heat wave part two. Yeah. We're not flooded like some parts of the country. Yeah, count, count your blessings. Count your blessings. Can I go Can I go old school podcast for, for a second? Yeah. Mike and I, we, we've been podcasting, I don't know, a dozen years now, probably. That seems like... Yeah, it seems uh, like a decade. We, we, we've been here longer than Joe Rogan, uh, probably, I assume. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we used to do a podcast that was just us venting about things that bothered us. Okay, something that bothered me. It, we're in this heat wave. The compressor in my car, which feeds the air conditioning system, has been out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the mechanic's like, this. we got to order the part. And we're going to call you when the part comes in so you can schedule. And... It went like two weeks, and I was finally like, well, let's call him, uh, you know. Yeah, it would have been two weeks tomorrow. So I said, let's give him a call. Let's just see what's the ETA on this part. We give him a call. Part's been in. Part came in last week. What? Whatever Never called call us. What? Yeah. Are we in the wrong for not following up sooner? No. I figured I'd give him a, one week. So it was like a Thursday, right? So we gave him a full week. It was next Thursday. By then, I was like, well, I'm not bringing it on Friday. So let's just give him through the weekend. We can give him a call on Monday. So I decided to give him a call on Wednesday. And they're like, oh, yeah, part was here last week. That's terrible. That's awful customer service. Awful, awful. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not the kind of guy that, like, rolls into a place and it's like, hey, you did me dirty, so I want a discount. Right. I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, But that's terrible. He's in the middle of a heat wave. Now, the whole thing's free. Uh, it's all warranty it's cover. All warranty, but they should give me something, right? You should, you should get like a free air freshener or something. Uh, I was thinking like all weather mats. Mats would be nice. Mats, yeah. Maybe a fr- maybe even just like a free tire rotation. Next of course, oil. that's covering your warranty probably too. Next oil change, you know. Now the oil change for the oil, the oil changes. changes would be good. Yeah. yeah. Trade out the car for twenty twenty two. Yeah, but then I mean, you're just going to have to deal with this again because that compressor is going to go out. I mean, if they really want to make this right, you know? Because the replacement parts are always better yeah. than the stock parts, That's especially true. this day and age. Yeah. I'm just saying, dealership, you got to make this right because we're in the middle of a heat wave. It's yeah. hot. Well, luckily, I don't drive anywhere. But every now and then, I got to go to the grocery store. Yeah, you want to roll up the Trader Joe's. And oh. you don't You don't want your... I got to roll windows down. You don't want to, your your... Frozen egg rolls to melt on the way home. Yeah. You know? Like, I can put one of those egg rolls on the dash by the time I'm home. Hot and ready. <laughs> like, a, like a little Caesar's pizza. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Dealership. I, I forgot how we ended those segments back, back in the day. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Get better. Stop, stop Get annoying better. us. Hey, don't be that guy. Can, I, can I do an old school? Sure. Podcast thing here? Yeah. Uh, driving here? <laughs> I feel like I had a lot of these driving to the show uh-huh. moments on our, when we did the old format. Driving here, I saw a truck parked. And I'm always, like, watching people's stickers and stuff on the back of their sure. car. See what they're advertising. That's why they put them there. Yeah, and because I'm not a sticker guy. I don't, or uh, not on my vehicle. I don't put any stickers on my vehicle. Same for the water bottle. And uh, I... I drive by and, and this is an all new one and and I think it's hilarious but also I don't get it. It's a he had a time a Timex sticker huge, eighteen inches wide, eight inches tall. Yeah, Timex, and not like a funny thing like Timex takes a lip, licking keeps on ticking. Yeah, just Timex and it was the brand like you'd see on your watch. Mm-hmm. Like why, dude? Why? It's a reliable watch. It's a great watch. It's a good, you know, um, 
I've recently in the glow got back into uh, watch wearing. Um, I even bought. I just got it today. I was super excited. I got a watch repair kit to change batteries myself. So okay. all, all my watches, fresh batteries in. Oh, nice. I'm up and running. I got my favorite watch to wear, my Timex. There you go. It's so just casual. It, it, the time is always right. It's got that. It's got that in the glow. For going to the movie, it's my favorite watch. In the glow's nice. In the glow's nice. Because if I'm, if I'm in, you know, if I just want to see how far into a store we are, I know the runtime. I just I take a little peek at the time. Yeah, that that in the glow thing is, yeah, pretty sweet. So maybe he's just a, maybe he's like you know I see all these people that they're, they're they they got their uh, they got their uh, what 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 are some of the the popular brands people do? It's a lot of like snowboarding stuff, right? Helix, yeah, is that a thing or or uh, Hurley, Burton, Burton, they got those kind of stickers. You got guy, you know, uh, MTFU stickers with the, with their oh yeah scary yeah. Uh, skull mask. See, yeah, skull MTF things yeah. or or uh, let's go Brandon. Yeah, a lot of let's go Brandon coexists. Oh and yeah, this guy's yeah. like you know what? I feel passionate about things too. Time pieces. Time pieces. <laughs> Why am I? Why? 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 Oh, because it's not hip. It's not cool. It's not edgy or political. He says no. This is what I care about. Timex, and I want people behind me to also know. Hey, are you in the market for a watch? Get a Timex. Maybe get. Maybe go down and get your Timex. Save some money. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a. Yeah, you can get a Timex weekender. Forty bucks. Takes a lick, and it's a handsome watch. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Don't be that guy. That's how we stand it. Pretty sure. That's Pretty right. Pretty sure. Uh, you have to go through the archives uh, to find that. Uh, we still do a movie podcast, though. What, what are you watching? Okay, Mark. So I got... I did some work. Okay. I, got, I watched some stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to try to... I got a large list here. I'm going to try to list these off from worst to first. Okay, worst to first. And I might have a caveat in between. Sure. So I'm going to start with worst that we we talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. in in our last episode. I watched 2003 The Hunted Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Uh, it's a Rambo remake. It okay. The first the opening you're uh, like holy shit this is a Rambo remake. Even Benicio del Toro's character uh-huh. code name is Raven. That's cool. Yeah. I, the similarities are very strong. You say strongly inspired by? Yes, absolutely. Very strong. Um, but doesn't quite fall it to be considered a remake, but definitely in the spirit of Rambo. Yeah. Uh, it's convoluted. It makes no sense. I, I, I don't know. Was it's, it streaming? Yeah, I think okay. it was on uh, Amazon. I was like, you didn't pay for that after we talked about no, it. No, no. I, I was kind of like looking at something to watch, and I, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to check it yeah. out. It's not good. Okay. It's not good. Um, not to spoil anything, but I'm going to. It ends with just like this obscene like knife fight. and That's and like their thing, right? Like They're knife experts. Yeah, so like Tommy Lee Jones is like the survival master and he coached all these military hard asses to be survival experts uh, and, and knife fighting experts and he's got this his design this knife he designed the specialty knife he designed and and Benicio del Toro's like murdering people with it. It's got a blade on one end, handle on the other? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. And uh in the end there's a knife fight with Benicio with his newly crafted handmade knife following the pattern and then Tommy Lee Jones, old ass Tommy Lee Jones Fighting him with a similarly made knife he chipped out of flint. Oh. Um, uh, kind of a cool knife fight, but it, 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 it's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. It's skip, just, yeah, skip it. All right. Um, let's see here. Okay, then I watched a brand new movie, got out to the theater, watched Bullet Train. Okay. Absolute garbage. I I don't know how I didn't walk out on that movie. I That's all I'll say. I thought I thought it was absolutely terrible. Next on the list, you know, I was going to see Bullet Train and I was like, I don't want to see this. 
and then it made me kind of think back to our Grey Man conversation, and I was like, you know what? I think I I get. I bet you Mike's gonna watch this, and I just had a feeling. I was like, he's gonna hate it. I thought it was. But terrible. he gave me shit for hating Grey Man. I I thought it was terrible. I'm gonna watch Bullet Train. Uh, I'm probably also not gonna like it. But I was just thinking back. I was like, why did I have so much shit for not liking Grey Man? I didn't mean to give you shit for oh. not liking Grey Man. I was more giving you shit for for like expecting more from Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Is it okay? If this. I haven't seen Bullet Train, so I don't even know if these are... To me, they say feel similar. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because, like, the star-studded... Kid, not, not even star-studded... You know, there's, like, four people in Bullet Train. Yeah, Bullet Train's a super cast movie. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's Brad Pitt and Brian Tyree Henry's in there. Uh, James... Or the Johnson... Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson. So I was like, okay, those are some big names. Aaron Taylor Johnson is the best part of that uh-huh. movie. Uh, Bad Bunny? The movie as well? The... That movie, it just won't end. It's one of those movies that won't oh, end. You're that. like, holy it's shit. It's got a long run time, right? It's or so over long. two hours. It's so long. Yeah. But I I almost walked out of that movie after half an hour. So I just want to know. So you've seen them both. I have not. So I'm not even clear. If this was a Netflix movie, do you think it would have been more lenient? I would. I think maybe I would have been more lenient. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, for me, like, quality-wise, it's right in there with The Gray Man. Yeah. Like, it's the same... It's that same level. Just got a theatrical release. Grayman goes to Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it's that same level of movie. It's an action movie. I mean, I don't know what that what I want out of action movies anymore. You know, I, I don't know what I want out of action movies. I I would say I want Maverick, but then you'll tell me Maverick's not an action movie. So I'm just confused. It's a coming of age story. It's a, it's a beautiful story about people getting getting through school, you know, flight school, uh, pilot school. But yeah, I didn't I didn't like Bullet Train. Yeah. Um, okay. Bullet Train. I don't know second how worst movie you saw. I don't know how it's doing. Yeah, Bullet yeah. Train was the second worst movie. I'm probably gonna see it just because I'm kind of back in the mode of like I got time now during the weekdays and there's not a lot out right now. I feel like we're yeah, that, a lull. I, and I when I went to see it, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'm getting into the dregs of August. Releases, yeah, yeah. And I always get suckered into a movie in August. August is kind of like the new February. And I I remember the very first like movie I remember being suckered into in August was the Ang Lee version of The Hulk. Okay. I went to that thinking, yeah, okay, good action comic book movie in the middle of summer. I got nothing else to do, and uh, and I was like, I can't. It's and then it, it started to occur to me. It's this August release window. Yeah, August is you know February kind of had like oh this is like the dumping ground or like October kind of had that reputation too. I feel like August is like blockbuster dumping ground. Yeah, it's like this isn't good, but we spent money on it. Yeah, we got to get it out there. Yeah. And it's, it's something like Bullet Train, like, they could throw it out there, even though it's crappy, it'll it'll make money because people have nothing I else. I believe it was still number yeah. one. People have nothing else know. to do but go see Bullet Train. Yeah. Um, yeah, two hours, seven minutes. It's it's long. It feels like And you three. feel every minute of it? Yeah, it yeah. feels pretty long. Okay, now, moving up, and I'd like to say I'm of worst to first. Oh. I'm going to jump up a few rungs here because okay. the quality of the movie's in my in my my mind go up here. So I'm I'm bullet train that I'm 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 up out of the bullet train base basement. I'm okay. in the, the purgatory here, I guess. Yeah. But so somebody's I, got coming third, but it doesn't necessarily mean that this is bad. Right. Where we're at now? Right. Okay. So I I was reading I you know, after seeing Nope and revisiting the Jordan Peele movies, I saw you know, a clickbait like movies that inspired Jordan Peele. Sure. And then like I re you know uh, one of the movies on on uh, on us on the very big the opening when they're showing the VHSs Chud it's Chud I watched Chud yeah. I'd never seen Chud I'd never seen Chud either and I thought it was it was so fun it's, it was it was a it was a really cool movie and and for a, for a kind of a lower maybe a low budget eighties monster flick mm-hmm. it's pretty cool yeah and, and the performances like. Daniel Stern is really good in it. The the main detective is great. I was like, wow, this is cool. This is a cool movie. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like Chud's. I'm really. I feel I, not just me. I feel like a lot of people are really having uh, looking back at like the, the, those '80s B movies a little more fondly now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's kind of a nostalgic thing anymore. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't seen it, but I was like, this is cool. Yeah. It's cool. Um, and then, uh, 2019, I think this was on Netflix, I watched a movie called Sweetheart, mm. and it is about a, a, a boat crash survivor on a desert island, and, um, she's surviving, and she's, 
coming to find out she may not be alone. Oh. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. It is a really cool movie. Highly recommend it. Short run time, I think it's like an hour twenty eight. I like that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome movie. Got some got some really cool just original stuff going mm-hmm. on. And and in and I like the movie too that you ask like there's these questions they they plant during the movie and they don't really solve them, but I think it's on purpose and you're you're after the movie you're trying to think, Well, what about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so watch Sweetheart. Highly recommend it. Uh, let's see. 20. That's going to be my number one. Okay. I watched 2021 uh, release Licorice Pizza. Okay. Um, now on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's okay. I The plot's really empty for me. Mm-hmm. The performances are really good. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it's a good movie. Um, yeah. Are you a PTA guy? Yeah. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I also would say I was a PTA guy, but I really feel like I've fallen off his last... I don't know. I, I like... I like. I, actually, I really like Phantom Thread, but I was late to Phantom Thread. I never even, I never saw Inherent Vice, I didn't, and I didn't see Licorice Pizza, and so I was like, am, am I a PTA guy? But anytime I watch it, I mean, is this... Have, did you see Inherent Vice? I did see Inherent Vice. Is this Vice. better or worse than Inherent Vice? It's better. It's better. What about... I don't know. Okay, I'm just going down my head, like, The Master. Um, Master's better. Yeah, okay, Master's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, Phantom Thread? Were you a big Phantom Thread? Oh, I love Phantom Thread. Yeah, Phantom Thread's good. Yeah. Um, Phantom Thread's a masterpiece of a movie. Yeah. Uh, where, where, I mean, is it better than Heart 8? No, Heart 8 is the shit. Yeah, okay. I love Heart 8. That movie yeah. is awesome. So, this is lower PTA? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In my in my opinion, it is. And, I, yeah, I don't... It's weird. It, it's a weird one. I mean, it's just... The movie itself, the plot and story make absolutely... Like, is empty. Yeah. Like, what the hell am I watching? The performances kind of make up for it a little bit, because they're mm. good. Um, but, yeah. So, it wasn't, wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Um... I watched 20... Oh, I'm sorry. This should have been below Licorice Pizza. This should have been below Chud. All right. 2022, I watched Lightyear. Okay. Is that on Disney Plus or is it theater? It is on Disney okay. Plus. Totally boring. Um, glad I didn't go to the theater. I was super excited for Lightyear. Yeah. Glad I didn't see it in the theater. Extremely boring. Not good. Not for me. Not even... It doesn't even have that Pixar quality of... Of this is for the adults, this is for the kids. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing kids aren't even digging it. It's just, it's boring. Yeah, it's boring. Uh, it's pretty. That's about it. Uh, okay, kind of okay. Top two in this order, and these this is another jump up. Okay, these are far better movies than anything I've listed yeah. so far. 2021 Belfast. Mm. So freaking good. I love Belfast. So good. The music is great. Cinematography mm-hmm. is amazing. Great story, great cast, masterpiece. Incredible runtime. Incredible runtime. What is that, hour 20 or something? It's short. Good movie. And then, The Top Dog. I know you watched this. 2022, Prey. Oh, we getting into it? I'm just going to say, Prey is so good, Mark. I watched it twice. Yeah. I went back and I watched with the Comanche dub. Oh, did you? I did. I want. Yeah, I was like, I kind of want to do that. Like, watch it just the Comanche. I watched the Comanche dub after. You know, you talk about bull trade. What you don't know what you expect from your action movies. I don't know. Fucking pray. Pray's dope. And like, and that was on Hulu. And like, yeah, like that should have been in theaters. Like, that's a movie I wanted to like just sit. I I had when I watched it. I lights off. I was in front of my TV. Big bowl of popcorn. Like I treated as much as I could for a theater experience. But I was like, when it was there, I was like. I would have loved to see that on a big screen TV. I was TV. so... After I got done, I was so pissed I couldn't see that in a, in yeah. a big theater, a big auditorium. I listened to a podcast with the director. He you know, he said he, every intention of, of them filming was that it was a theatrical release. And then what happened was just uh, Hulu, Disney, Fox, like that whole thing, you know, all, all that merger and decision making. They said... It's not that the quality wasn't good or they were worried about making, making money. Is they wanted stuff for Hulu that felt special. And so they're like, yeah, we're making this a Hulu... And that is a special movie. Yeah. But, yeah, it's phenomenal. All right. 
What about you? Yeah. Well, I'm glad Prey came in high on your oh, list. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was so good. As much as I felt connected, like, I was like, I know Mike, he's not going to like Bullet Train. <laughs> I didn't know if Mike was going to like Prey or not. I don't know. And so, yeah, to know that it was it was top dog. Um, yeah, I, I saw a few I, I don't know. I will see. Maybe the same amount. Um, I'll rank these. So I, along with Prey, I did some homework. I watched... AVP Alien vs. Predator 2004. I watched AVP Requiem. And then I watched Prey. You guys have already heard Mike and I that brief 30 seconds talk about Prey. Um, But I went to add those two movies because I wanted to do my definitive ranking of Predator movies. Here we are. Worst to first AVP Requiem. Yes. That's garbage. It's so bad. I was like, I put it on as like, I just got done with AVP. I was like, that wasn't that good. And I know, I know everybody says Requiem was worse. There's got to be something in there. It's a garbage <laughs> movie. Everything about that movie is bad. It seems like it should have been on the sci-fi channel. Yes. Right? Sci-fi level acting. It didn't look good. The story was... Com- like, And then, <laughs> spoilers, if anyone's going to see AVP Requiem. The end, where the military blows up the town, and then there are three survivors who make it out, and then the military comes... And then the guy, whoever our hero is, generic white guy, was like, you blew up the town. And the military guy says, we were just following orders. And then everybody's just completely cool. They're, they're all smiling like we were rescued. It's like, you're going to trust these people? You're going to trust... And then I had to go read the Wikipedia. I was like, wait, what happened? So I read the Wikipedia page. This is already too much work going into Requiem. <laughs> and at the end, it says, they're rescued by the military. It's like, no, they're fucking not. No. Those people are locked in, like, Guantanamo or something. There's no way that they were rescued by the military after they blew up the town. You should edit that wiki. I should. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah that, that's, what, that's what the government How wants you to believe, that they were rescued. They blew up women and children in a hospital. <laughs> they, those people were not rescued. I don't know why they were smiling at the end. Uh, AVP Requiem. AVP. The Predator. That comes in number five. Uh, oh, this is on my list too. I rewatched Predator 2. That's also on Hulu. Um, that's my number four. It's not as bad as I remember, but it's still pretty bad. Uh, there's there's some fun stuff. There's still some stuff that like elevates it did a little bit. Did we Predator 2 for the show? We have not. No, we did our my Predator. number. We did my number three Predators. movie, which is Predators. Okay. Prey, Predator. But I gotta tell you. I was really strongly considering. I was like, is this too much recency bias? Am I trying to be too much hot take, shock value that I might flip those? It's close. <sighs> yeah. The, the, I think where the original edges out is just the one-liners and the quips. Yeah. Oh, but the praise so good. I like those are like referenced. It, yeah. Like, all the like the light, because every, every movie I, I just listed has references to the original Predator. Some work. AVP Requiem doing them was complete horseshit doing them. It does not work. Praise, like, those were just, like, the best ones of just, like, if it if it bleeds, we, we can kill, kill it. it. Like, yeah. her, the tree, like, her coming on the mud in the tree, and then, like, the come on, come on, come on. Like, it's, it's, it was great. That movie, that movie was awesome. Uh, that's from the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane. I was like, holy shit, has this guy just been putting out bangers? I've just been missing them? No, those are his two movies. <laughs> uh, maybe he should do more than six years between Probably. movies. I think he's going to be a hot yeah. commodity after Prey. He did, um, I guess he's done a lot of TV. He was doing uh, Black Mirror episodes, I think. Is what oh, he was doing, so. yeah. Very um, popular show. Yeah. All right. So that was my Predator watch. Um, then I saw some other movies. Uh, okay. 2011, a sci-fi thriller starring um, our boy, friend, friend of the show who's never been on the show, Jake Gyllenhaal. I would say he's the podcast's actor. Oh, he's our guy, yeah. He's our guy. Source Code. Have you seen this? No. Uh, it's on HBO. It's it's good. Does it have anything to do with being on a train? Yes. Okay. Uh, I know the preview. Yeah. It's kind of a silly premise, but it's pretty good. It's a tight 94 minutes, and it's just a thriller kind of mystery because he's trying to... The, the premise is there's a technology he can relive the same eight minutes of this train um, accident and he's trying to solve it and so he has to keep he's like in this loop and um, it's pretty good yeah 
so check out Source Code. I liked it. It's on HBO Max. It stars uh, or HBO. Jake Gyllenhaal, Michelle Monaghan, Vera Farmiga, and Jeffrey Wright. It's um, especially Vera Farmiga and Jeffrey Wright. Like those are good actors. Yeah. Because the material is kind of like it is. It's a sci-fi movie, but Jeffrey Wright especially is just like he's so serious and delivering sci-fi jargon. I was like, yeah, this is great. I, I, I was in for Source Code. Uh, and then one other movie got out to theaters. I skipped Bullet Train and I saw the 2022 satire thriller Bodies, Bodies, oh. Bodies. And I gotta tell you, pleasantly surprised. I saw the trailer and I said, that does not look for me. Then I heard an interview with the director and she convinced me to go. Okay. Um, you, I think it helped me going in that I was like, I know this is a black comedy, and that sure. she and that she said that in the interview that this is satire, this is a black comedy, but still very thrilling. It's a good whodunit too. It's kind of I mean, someone gets you know in the, someone gets murdered and they're at this party and or you know and it's, it's people trapped in a house and you're kind of trying to figure out who did it. Okay, um, was it one of them? Was it is there a killer? Is there someone? It's kind of a fun, story. but then at the time it also makes fun of kind of. Gen Z TikTokers like affluent twenty like rich twenty somethings. Um, there's just some very funny banter that I'm only familiar with through like Twitter, but I definitely felt like it was a joke. Um, I saw it with a bunch of young people. They seem to really like it. I don't get Pete Davidson. I gotta tell you, the parties of girls who came love Pete Davidson. <laughs> so I guess good job cast Pete Davidson. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and then mo- it's mostly a female-led cast. Um, a lot of people I wasn't super familiar with, but they're great. Uh, the woman who was in Borat, who played the daughter, wow. she's probably the lead. She's probably considered the lead. Um, she's great in it. And, uh, yeah, one other uh, girl, Rachel Sonnet, who I knew from Shiva Baby, she's hilarious. Like, every line she gives of just kind of being this, like, rich um, kind of shelter, but, like, try- I-, I don't want to, like, like, but, like, Purposely trying to be woke for the sake of like just everything out of her mouth was hilarious and uh, cool. yeah, bodies like vice pleasantly surprised yeah, by it. That one you know? looked interesting. Uh, not as good as you know if I had to rank him, not as good as Source Code to Prey, but I'd say it's, you know right, it's better than AVPs. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Now, did you watch all the Predator movies? So I had recently, so I saw Predator this year. I think I saw Predator and Predators this year. Okay, and then I watched. The two AVPs, which I've never fully seen. Like, gotcha. I saw AVP. I don't think I've ever seen Requiem. And then I did a rewatch of Predator 2, just because those were all on Hulu. And then The Predator, I only saw once, like, when it came out. And I remember not really liking it that much. Yeah. But I thought, I was like, well, it has to be better than AVPs. Oh, yeah. I might rewatch it. If it was if it was free to stream, like, I'm not going to pay for it. But if it was free to stream, I, I probably would have threw on The Predator just to, like, Refamiliar, yeah, get, get the uh, bigger, stronger predator. Cat, catch myself yeah. back up with it. I, I need to append my list. Sure. Is it all whack? No, the I I forgot a movie. And oh, you seeing bodies, bodies, bodies remind me of the movie, uh-huh. and I need to put it on here. And I'm I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do uh, bullet train a favor. It's going below bullet train. Okay. In fact. It's going below the hunted. I I I didn't get. I forgot to put it on my diary. Brand new movie. I watched the Peacock original. They them. Kevin Bacon out of summer camp. Is it? You're not the first person who told me that it was. No, that was shit. Which is a shame because I know nothing about this movie other than it's Kevin Bacon out of summer camp, and I think it's a horror movie. And so I was like, I don't want to watch that, but it's not good. It is not good. It is not good. It's, um, you know what's, they don't even hide, like, the killer. You know what's going on, like, Mm -hmm. ten minutes into the movie, you know what's up. It's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. Kevin Bacon does his Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. And he's, he's charismatic in his way. Uh, but wow! Yeah. What a what a what a failure! Oh, what a failure! He got originals. That, that, um, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen one. I I forgot I watched that, and I think because it was so bad. Yeah. I was, and the reason I watched Didn't it, even log it I saw Kevin Bacon do an interview on like Sunday morning today or something. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I like Kevin Bacon. He was kind. He wasn't really plugging the movie that yeah. much, but I was like, he mentioned his new movie. I'm like, and he could tell. I could kind of tell. He's like, I doesn't seem real proud of this new movie. I uh, I follow him on the Instagram, and he's a great Instagram <laughs> follow. He plays guitar. He uh, raises goats. He just rides horses with Kara Sedwick. He, he just oh, he talks about um, jazz music a lot. He just seems like a cool guy. Like, yeah. He just seems like a guy enjoying his sixties. Yep. Yeah. And then every now and then he goes and does uh, they them. So yeah, that's a shame. Yep. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, you hate you hate to hear it. Well, hate hate to put. I hate to put the Baconator on the bottom of my list, yeah. but it's below the hunted. No. Yeah. Well, hey, Bull Train just got uh, bumped up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got two other movies in, uh, well, at least one. I don't know if Mike, Mike saw both, but we did, for vamp- kicking off Vampire Month, we watched the, ni- the 2002 sequel to the 1998 movie Blade. We watched Blade 2. Blade uh, came out in 1998, directed by Stephen Norrington, directed by David S. Goyer. Um of what's he Batman he's Batman Begins guy yeah yeah writer he's, he's written a lot of stuff um, starring Wesley Snipes Stephen Dorff Chris Christopherson and uh, Nabusha Wright and Donald Logue Blade tells the story of um, a day walker sorry I'm, I'm stalling because I'm pulling up the synopsis here we go <laughs> uh, here we go There we go. When Blade's mother was bitten by a vampire during pregnancy, she did not know that she gave her son a special gift while dying. All the good vampire attributes in combination with the best human skills. Blade and his mentor battle an evil vampire rebel who plans to take over the outdated vampire council. Capture Blade and resurrect a voracious blood god. Part man, part vampire, all hero. Was this your first time watching Blade? No, no, no. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on Blade? Uh, revisiting it, I, I was I was still pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed it. Uh, I was really obsessed with Blade, like, my last couple of years of high school and uh, my first couple of years of college. Like, I was a Blade. Yeah, that trench coat and the sunglasses. Man, I loved weird. Blade. And yeah. I don't know why that movie spoke to me, but it did. I, it was the action thing. I was just into it. Yeah. Um, but rewatching it, I saw its weaknesses, but I also thought, you know what, I still like this movie. The weaknesses definitely were more. You know, I watched. I haven't seen this in a while. I remember liking Blade because you know, I mean, this was 1998. I was, I don't know, 14 or whatever. Um, so it was like right up my alley. But thinking back to it, I was like Blade can't be good, right? Like we're gonna rewatch this and like, okay, Wesley Snipes is cool, but it's pretty good. It's a good yeah. action movie. Like yeah, like the plot is like nonsense. I. Couldn't really follow. Like, if you asked me to, like, draw it out for you, I was like, I don't know. There's a blood god, I think. Why they got that old... Why Steven Dorff was able to just, like, take over this council pretty easily. is like, is this council just not prepared to, like, for a, for a coup? Yeah. This has never happened in a thousand years of being alive. Um, Steven Dorff was pretty good, too. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, there's some funky editing, that techno... Um, that techno just a lot, a lot of throughout te- techno through the fight scenes, yeah. Um, and it was the late nineties techno it was. was was kind of kind of a thing there, uh, you know. Um, if you weren't listening to corn, you were listening to techno. I think, right? Those were your options. Those were your only <laughs> options. Uh, you can listen to techno. You can listen to corn. Um, Blade had a $45 million budget, grossed $131 million, 57% on Rotten Tomato based on 107 reviews, critical consensus reads. Though some may find the plot a bit lacking, Blade's action is fierce, plentiful, and appropriately stylish for a comic book adaptation. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I I think the the action sequences are good. Action's good. It has really good choreography. Um, The effects are really dated. The animated effects especially are really dated. I will... I'd say somewhere I thought it was carried through. I thought when the vampire started exploding, I thought 
that still looked pretty cool. Yeah, the vampire disintegration. But there's other stuff yeah. that yeah does not. Yeah, look the vampire good. disintegration still look good. Yeah, all the, the like blood kind of stuff, the uh, bulbous stuff. Just yeah, the the skeletons did. coming out of the mouths look yeah. very um, just. Cartoonish. I mean, Indiana, Raiders of the Lost Ark look better. Yeah. You know, skeletons exactly. coming out of us. Or uh, the guy, uh, you know, the, the, the council member who, who died by the sun. Like, that was like, that was like 1980s, you know, that, that that's those are evil dead effects. So. I mean, Raiders looked better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it did get a sequel. Oh, but my big takeaway from it was like, it may as well you love it so much. Was there anybody in the 90s cooler than Wesley Snipes? No. That guy was just so cool. He was cool. Like, him just doing, like, the blade shtick. And then when those cops tr- tried to shoot him, he's just like, motherfucker! Just kind of goes into what I was like, yeah, yeah. damn fine! Yeah. Like, man, Wesley Snipes is fucking cool. Yeah. Um, Christopher Snipes is pretty cool, too. Yeah, he's like, pretty yeah. cool, dude, and an okay actor. Yeah. For a musician. Um, we get a sequel. Based on all that. Uh, four years later, we get Blade 2. They swap out directors. Guillermo del Toro uh, comes to direct. Uh, we all know Guillermo from... Uh, Pan's Labyrinth and uh, Nightmare Alley, Shape of Water, probably most famously Pacific Rim. Yeah, I mean these have to be. This has to be one of his early. This is early. This, yeah. Well, this is early American cinema. Yeah, so this was before Labyrinth. Yes, at least. Uh, David Goyer returns to write along with um, Wesley Snipes and Chris Christopherson returning to star alongside uh, Lenora uh, Lenore Varela, Ron Perlman, Norman Reedus, uh, Luke. Uh, Goss and uh, uh, a brief Donnie Yen cameo. Blade 2. A rare mutation has occurred within the vampire community. The Reaper. A vampire so consumed with an insatiable bloodlust that they prey on vampires as well as humans, transforming victims who are unlucky enough to survive into Reapers themselves. Blade is asked by the Vampire Nation for his help in preventing a nightmare plague that would wipe out both humans and vampires. Blade 2. Faster, sharper, deadlier. Uh, was this your first time watching Blade 2? No, it was not. It, it was, was not. Just kind of brief thoughts, re-watching Blade 2. Uh, I, kind of the same as Blade 1. Um, saw the weaknesses. I never thought Blade 2 was a like real masterpiece. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it as a sequel, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would always, if I was a choice, I'd always choose the first one to watch. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fine. Yeah. I definitely, re- re-watching it, I definitely, you know, now knowing more about movies and being just more educated on, like, what goes in. You definitely see, like, the Guillermo del Toro effect and kind of stuff that would later go on. Yeah. To, he would, I mean, Ron Perlman, just yeah. being one. But yeah. <laughs> when those, uh, you know, when those uh, vampire ninjas show up in the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Abe, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the fish man. And, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, there, you know, some, some better gore, um. Kind of, kind of just a little more of the same for me, though. My big question going into this when you picked it was, was Blade 2, is Blade 2 actually a sequel that improved on Blade 1? Did Blade 1 lay a groundwork and did Blade 2 improve a little on that? Um, $54 million bu- uh, budget, so they, they did up it uh, by $9 million. Grossed $155 million. 57% on Rotten Tomato, just the same. 150 reviews. Critical consensus... Though offers more of what worked in the original, its plot and character development appear to have been left on the cutting room floor. Um, let's just jump into it. What worked? What's, what are the goods in Blade 2? I enjoyed the this new villain thing. Uh, um, I like the idea of a vampire feeding on other vampires. Yeah. In va- vampire world, I, I, I like that. It was kind of a cool setup. You know, how, you know just... How do you do Blade again? Well, I mean, he would have him do the same thing. The, we're going to form a truce with vampires was kind of cool. It's kind of like the whole setup of Blade working with the Blood Pack was cool. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. I, I like the Ron Perlman of it. Um, yeah, the Blood the blood Pack team is fun. They all got their yeah. little intricacies. The very 90s. Yes. The introduction of them all. I was like, what? They're all vampires, right? I guess, I guess if you're pure blood... <coughs> you have a weird name. But, I don't know, was no one named Mike ever been by a vampire? Yeah, but they got a code, they're code I names. I guess they're code names. Yeah. I think they were like code names. There was like Chupo and um, 
Reinhardt. Reinhardt, Chupa, Priest. Uh, Priest, uh, Snowman. Snowman. And then uh, there was like the Rush, and then Big Hammer Guy. Yeah, Hammer Big Hammer Guy. Man. and ha- Hammer Guy's friend. Light Hammer or something? Yeah. Um, I don't know, but what you was interested all I heard was like, oh, because I think it was because the other guy, but it's just like, this is, this is Anal and Goobaba. And I was like, why, why can't just anybody just, yeah. I guess they're all old, especially like the council. Well, like, like the two, names. the two ninja vampires, like Nisa, Nisa, and that guy. And like his name. Seemed, I think it was like his, his name seemed vampire to me. Yeah, like it, like yeah, the oldest, like old ancient names from, uh, you know. Yeah, I guess Snowman's not that vampire-y, but yeah, just yeah, it's never like a Ted. <laughs> I mean, I guess even like Scud had to have a name. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay. Yeah, oh, cool. I thought the choreography was really, really good. Like, yeah. Really tight, and they really. It's one thing I dig about these movies. Yeah, they, they lean into it. Wesley Snipes is definitely has some really good martial arts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't really tell what his double was in. I tried to find his double. Sure. Um, so the editing and stuff was very nice. Yeah. But he definitely has got martial arts background. Yeah. And and the. Yeah, I think he's a multi-time like black belt. Like um, I. Heard that in like a podcast that yeah he yeah he definitely has a background there. yeah and, and the choreography is fantastic the the mm-hmm. hand to hand combat is really cool yeah I think for an action movie you know like kind of nineties action movie the just the fight choreography especially like the first Blade um you know Blade comes out in nineteen ninety eight and then just the next year we get the Matrix and um it's like man Wesley Snipes was Wesley Snipes was rocking black leather and karate kicking people in the face way before Neo made it cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, de- definitely appreciate that. I like, um, this is a, a scene that stuck, I, uh, anytime there's a Q-type character from like uh, like the James Bond, I liked when you're just going through and just be like, especially the vampire-related weapons. With, you know, when he's just breaking down all the stuff he's built for him, I was like, that's cool. It is fun. They, it they, is like, fun, yeah. You put a lot of thought, like whoever did this, Working with like a, a props guy, you guys did a lot of work. Yeah, you guys should get credit. Having the gadget guy is always fun yeah. in a movie for sure. Um, I normally don't like this, but I don't, it just kind of helped me set the tone for Blade, the the narration in the beginning. It just kind of helped set that like it's very like this is a this is a Marvel movie. This is a comic book movie. It just yeah, it was kind of a good way to mm-hmm. refresh you. What were the, the gaps between these five years? Uh, it was definitely years because yeah, when he goes and yeah, finds so Whistler, he it says was it's been years. Good way to refresh you on the origin. Yeah. And oh, and then just movies. It was four years. Yeah. Between the two. And, and and the previous movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it though. It does give me the. Um, I liked like the vampires and Blade having team up, and then obviously there would have to be the double cross, and then Blade. But then like some of it just towards the end, much like the first one, like the Blood God, it got silly like. This main vampire was trying to create a ultimate vampire, and that was his son. Like yeah. that just kind of lost me. Once you find that part out, that's when the the plot just shatters, right? Yeah. So you we got these like the predator of the predator, uh, and it's like it's cool premise. But then yeah, once you find out it was created, and then it's just this old crazy looking vampire, you're like okay, and then it, yeah. and then all in the end they're just trying to get Blade's blood. Right, they're always just trying to get Blade's blood. Yeah, um, doing that again. Yeah, okay. it, it did feel like oh, well, we're just doing this again. Yeah, we're just running this back because you need Blade's blood. Um, Blade doing the narration though, and I get why the vampire because Whistler killed a bunch of vampires, so he was turning to. That's how he survives the first one. Is he was turned into a vampire, um, and vampires held him prisoner to torture him over the. Five years, uh, which you know that sucks for Whistler, but it's, you know, it's that was a fine enough explanation of why Whistler was still alive. Blade yeah. narration of saying, you know, Whistler took him in; he's the only guy he cared about. They turned him into the thing he hates the most, and now he has to hunt him. I was like, that's a movie. I evil Whistler, vampire Whistler. Yeah, I, I agree, and and that thing, like, I really like Whistler. I like yeah. the character. I like Chris Christopherson mm-hmm. playing that character, and I I was happy he was in two. Yeah, but leading into watching two, I was thinking, man, what's the what's the? I forgot Norman Reedus was in this movie. Yeah, and I was like, who's the Whistler in this? Is like Whistler's dog. I couldn't remember. Yeah, and then 
was like, okay, but then it kind of was like, because I the Whistler getting dying, uh-huh. which we thought in Blade, to me is like such a poetic moment oh. in this in this action movie because he's like, give me the fucking gun. Yeah, Blade gives him the gun, and and what gets me about that scene is you hear the gunshot. And Blade doesn't even flinch. No. And I just thought that's fucking badass. Blade pulling the the um, cover off Whistler, but doesn't even look at him. Like that was bad. Because like, they leave a tape for him. Yeah. And then he pulls the thing off, and he's not even looking because he knows what it is. Yep. He knows it's Whistler. And then he looks, and the guy just gives like a little like, like oh that they, they fucked him up big time. Yeah. Like like look at his face. It was even worse yeah. than like what he was. But yeah. And then it kind of sets off. Because then when he goes and raids the, the compound, one guy's, like, begging it off. And I think they actually do a flashback to him covering back up Whistler to let you know no remorse for, for Blade. But, yeah, bringing back a Christopher, especially when, when you get the turn from Norman Reedus. It's like, well, it's good that, yeah, I guess you need people on Blade's side. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I liked him in it, but, yeah, that it kind of ruined that poetic it does, moment yeah. of Blade for me. Just the no... When you hear the gunshot and Blade doesn't even flinch, I'm just like, that's cold as ice. Yeah. Sequels do this a lot, though. You know, I, I complain about you know, even dumb movies like like Bad Santa when we hit Bad Santa too. One of my biggest complaints. It's a, such a stupid thing to complain about. Was, but we had a whole character arc. We we had him. We we had a guy who was awful who then grew and by the end, and that's why we fought. And then two, he's like, nah, we run right, it back. Yeah, it away. It's like, oh well. We're running back Blade. You gotta have Chris Christopherson. People yeah. like Chris Christopherson. Do, do you know anything about these comics? No. I, I, I was wondering if they if this is a comic book, if that was a comic book thing that actually happened. Because yeah. I, I... It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that seems like a very comic book arc. I mean, I know nothing of the Blade comics. Yeah. I know he's a comic book character. Mm-hmm. And when I watched Blade originally in high school, the only reason... I mean, it, they have Marvel in tiny little print. Yeah. The only reason I knew this comic book character, because when I was like nine years oh, old... the same thing? Well, when I was nine years old, I had a family friend uh, who collected the Marvel cards. Yeah. And he gave me a bunch of his extras, and one of them was Blade. Dude, I had so many Marvel cards. And that's the only reason I knew it was a comic book, because I had that yeah. trading card when I was like nine years old. There, um, Marvel comic books... Uh, Marvel cards were the shit when I was a kid. Um, there were so many... Uh, I was... What's the... People talk about, oh, I used to read comics as kids. Like, there's a whole generation of kids who didn't read comics at all. But we just know this shit from collecting cards. Cards, the X Men series. Yeah, Blade. So this is how I knew yeah. Blade. Blade was in Spider Man. He uh, he was in a Spider Man the animated series episode. He showed up, and I, so that was the only connection I had. I was like, oh, it's the guy from the Spider Man comic. And I believe if I I think I read this, that's where he was introduced first was Spider Man. The anime series or the comic uh, book? The comic book. Oh, okay. That, that Which makes sense because Morbius is, uh, this is what I know from research, Morbius is Blade's, like, in the comics, his number one nemesis. Okay. And Morbius is a Spider-Man villain. Is a main Spider-Man villain. So, that that's the through line there. Um, other positives, I still think the vampire death effects are, are good in this. Um, just that, at, like, the... Turning to ash. Yeah, it's, it's like the it's yellow. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and I'll throw this, just tag this on <coughs> the end. The ending credit song featuring Most Deaf, Eye Against Eye. That's a good song. Good song. I'm going to put that on my workout playlist. Good song. Yeah. Uh, what didn't work for you for Blade 2? Let's see here. Um, even though I like Guillermo del Toro's effects, generally the Reaper Mouth thing. I didn't like the Reaper Mouth thing. No. I don't think it was really necessary why can't we just have like bigger vampire teeth or something i don't know yeah um didn't like that whole thing and it was kind of the splitting of the yeah it was was gross the Mm -hmm. the effects were looked okay but i didn't like it gamma he's kind of a gross guy though yeah he's kind of weirdo yeah he likes weird monsters yeah um did i am legend rip off uh reapers The, the will smith movie i am i am legend that, that was the vibe I got. It was just these, like, bald... Um, kind of the look of it, yeah. The look. I mean, other than their, their face split. But, yeah, they all kind of had this, like, bald, pale, like... Yeah, they kind of... I, I mainly noticed it when they were... Um, 
when they were going after Norman Reese's character in the van, I was like, this is straight out of I Am Legend when Will Smith's in the truck. True, It yeah. just looked like them coming through the window. It did have, it did, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll something give, uh, very familiar about that. We'll give Guillermo credit for that. Wait, okay. Take away you're being hunted by Blade and you have to feed on people and you live forever so like people around you, you know you know and love would die before you did. Would being a vampire suck still? Just based on how many raves you would have to go to? <laughs> like are there are, are there hip hop vampires? Are there ska vampires? Are there vampires like who are heavily into like punk rock? S- punk rock? I think it'd suck because all the laundry you'd have to do. Oh, so much laundry. So much blood and stuff yeah. all over you. All the time. Uh, I, I know we're talking about Blade 2, but Blade 1, the intro where they're at the rave and the blood bath, and then Blade just comes in. Out of drop. drop on him. So awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so much. You know, for Reapers being bloodthirsty, they need to find a more efficient way of biting someone because there's so much blood loss. I know, you would think, like... A pr- a pred- the predator would be smarter, right? That's the thing. It's yeah. like, you got the vampires that, like, go for the throat. Right. The reaper shouldn't need to do that. The reaper should be able to just, like, stick a, cl- a claw into you when yeah. you're at least expecting it, right? Not not yeah. have to, like, tear you tear you apart. Right. Yeah. Maybe we're trying to get too scientific here. Right. About vampires and... Greater vampires. Yeah, I just want to know if I'm allowed to listen to anything else. Are the vampires no, podcast only allowed to listen to the, the Crystal Method when, when they when, <laughs> when they open the door when it's the Blood Pack and Blade and they're they're on the lookout for Reapers and they go to a second rave. And I think Blade says, "You gotta be kidding me" or something like that. And I was like, "Yeah, we're still doing this." Yeah, I think it was kind of like that was kind of a joke thing. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, yeah, but. It doesn't look fun to me. No. Raving? Raving doesn't look cool. It looks sweaty. Yeah. And hot and crowded and cramped. You can't get a drink at the bar. I I have this... Okay, so obviously this is the Blade world, but it seems vampire strengths are very inconsistent. It seems like you could just... Me, a man, a normal man, not, not a particularly strong man or anything. I think I could... In this movie, I could punch a vampire in the face, and he would be like, "Ah, my face." Yeah, they right? definitely seem to feel some some pain. So then, do they vampires like sweat? Or then I made me think like when Nisa has to go underwater, she like <gasps> takes a big breath. I was like, "Well, do vampires need to breathe?" Yeah, you, there is some inconsistencies on what super yeah. what's super about them. That yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and then like so, I was like, in this world, are vampires just? I mean, I don't feel like I could punch Blade in the face, and he'd be like, "Ow!" I don't think his face would move. Yeah, I mean, the only like I feel like the only power they really have is you can't kill them unless you use special weapons. Yeah. Right. So they just can't die. That's the only thing. They still get the crap kicked out of them. They still feel pain. I guess they're super strong, but if you're that strong, you're right. You shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's protruding force versus receiving force. Okay. So they can, like, exert a lot of force more than a human. Right. But it's a double, it's a double-edged sword because they actually feel less force amplified. Yeah, okay. Which vampires still feel. They still feel. Because, yeah, Chris Christopherson is like, like, when he escapes Ron Perlman, he just, like, punches him in the face and then kicks him. Right, right. And, like, that knocks him out. And he's able to escape. It's, it should be harder than that, right? Um, but there's... And then this kind of leads into, like, the last fight with Blade versus uh, the Reaper. Uh, the, the the main Reaper. Some of that just got a little... Like, now the Reaper can almost fly kind of thing. Uh, just... It got a little too cartoony with, yes. like, the, the fighting it's of, like... getting bigger and bigger. Yes, yeah. like, how much they could jump in the air. And I was like, this... This is not why I'm watching Blade. I want to just see some karate fighting. Yeah. Yeah, just some kicks. Uh, I do like how every vampire eventually has to learn karate. I guess if you have nothing but time on your hands. Yeah, you, you rave by night yeah. and study martial arts by day. By day, yeah. When, when, saying, yeah. Or I guess when you sleep in a coffin. Day. But day I'm lasts shit. a long time. You don't I'm so need, confused. You don't need to sleep for 16 That's hours. That's true. You just you need to get eight. You get your eight, but then you have eight hours you can't go outside. So it's like, oh, I'm just going to... Dark room karate. Dark room karate, yeah. yeah. Underground karate. 
Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Oh, this isn't good or bad. This is something I like, I like in movies. If you, and this is a life lesson. If you ever confront someone, Mike, and they're crying, and that crying turns into laughter, you're fucked. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's over for you. I'm out. It's, it has never worked out for anyone in all of cinema <laughs> to be in front of someone who starts crying because they, they, you think you have the upper hand, and that crying turns to laughter. Yeah, you need to make an exit as soon as you yep, can. Yep. Immediately. Um, all right. There's a third movie, Blade Trinity. Watching the sequel, did this make you want to watch Blade Trinity? I kind of do want to watch it to see what's up. I almost threw it on. I, I've seen it, but I don't really remember it. What about just from, Blade, after watching Blade 2, do, do you think this warranted a sequel? Yeah, sure. I, I think, think so. I find it a franchise. Yeah, I think it's a good franchise. I, it, they're cool action movies. Mm-hmm. And that during that time, the time of, of The Matrix and Blade and, mm-hmm. and some lesser known things like Equilibrium and stuff, that's the kind of combat people wanted to see. Yeah. And we want to see cool gunplay and, and knife fights. A lot of and trench coats in there. A lot of trench coats. And then we've, we've come back around and they've revamped it with John Wick. Yeah. And everyone's super stoked about it. So, yeah. I gotta tell you, show me a karate fight or, yeah, like hand-to-hand, well-choreographed fight scene versus... This every Marvel movie loses me at the end because I'm like this is just a big CGI nothing like yeah. just show me guys fighting. Um, okay, what about it's been twenty years since this movie came out? What about a Blade remake? Is it time? I think it's time. What if I told you, Mike? You're getting it. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Super, we talked about this. Yeah. I'm super excited, but I'm also wary because. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blade is dark. It's yeah. got f bombs and lots of people getting bled out. Yeah, I'm not sure Disney and Marvel can allow such. It's, I mean, I'm not holding out hope. Assuming our rain movie, it's going to be PG-13. Yeah, how connected to the MCU is it going to be? Oh, I know Blade exists in the MCU, but maybe like the Eternals, it's a little separated. That's, that would be nice. Um, I just but, think, like, and I, you know, I I rant about this every time sure. we bring up the, 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 the Marvel Universe. is like, we can, it's okay to, to be separate. I think this is the one thing, it's the one thing DC, D, Warner Brothers DC does well. Their DCU, I don't like any of those movies. The Wonder Woman's, the, and how it's all connected to the Justice League, and Zack Snyder's Justice League to Superman, Man of Steel. What two movies were good? The Batman, The Joker. Like, and those are completely separate from what they're doing. You can do the same thing, Marvel. Yeah. You have all these properties. You can have your through line. Um, and then every now and then, just boom, here's a Blade movie. It has nothing to do with this, but we own the property. We're going to profit off it. We're, you know, we, we're doing all that. Here's a, you know... Daredevil. Daredevil doesn't need to be the MC. Just make a Daredevil movie. Yeah, and, and people are going to go. Like yeah. we, we don't need to see Blade in the end credits of the next Thor movie. Yeah. We don't We don't need that. It, it's it's probably, getting out of hand. Really. I will not be disappointed if I see a standalone Blade movie and at the end of it, Sam Jackson doesn't show up. That'll I'll, be just fine. Yep, I'll be just fine. I don't need this to be connected. Yeah. I don't need the aha moment. Like, yeah, just make me my own movie. Honestly, it'd be silly if Blade existed in the world with Iron Man. Because why would vampires exist? Exactly. Iron Man never tried to figure this out. Spider-Man never was out there solving murders and missing people thing of all these vampires. Captain America never busted down a rave. He would be... Captain America would be disgusted by a rave. Of course he would be kicking down the door. Every (laughs) single one. Every rave. Everywhere. Even if they weren't vampire raves. Taking all the molly off the streets. Yes. Um, so we're getting that. 2023, I believe, November 23, we're getting Blade with Marshall Ali. Uh, it's fun that Steven Dorff was in Blade, and then he was in uh, True Detective with Marshall Ali. So he's worked with both Blades. That's fun. That is fun. Yeah. That is fun. Uh, I may have thought of that because I was, I really like Steven Dorff in Blade, and I said, what's he been up to? I was like, oh, yeah, he was in True Detective. He was great. He was so good he in True Detective. He, he got a, 
he got a show after True Detective, another a Detective oh, Network show. Yes. I think it bombed pretty bad. He, yeah, he was like a kind of like a small town, small town cop. Yeah. yeah, like but like, he wore a cowboy hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, was that on Fox? Yeah, it was a network. Yeah, and it was like they were like Texas. They were like um, Rangers, but they were in like California, kind of thing. I think I watched the first episode. I was like, "Yeah, this is like a Fox cop show. It's it's not good." Um, okay, which would you watch first? So you thought about it back when you were in high school, but now twenty twenty two. Which one do you put in first? I'm still going uh, the the first one for me. Um, and another positive of the first one, I think, is may put it over the edge because they're almost the same to me. Is the first one had some comedy? Yes. Um, this was almost devoid of humor. Yeah, there was nothing really funny in the second one. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I go I go on. I think it's... I just like it. One just works a little bit. There was a part of me... When two started, I was really digging it, and then it kind of started to lose me about halfway through. Um, but in the beginning, they were pretty close. I was like, who is two better? One, to me, it has that comedy. I think Wesley Snipes is a little looser with Blade. Like, you know, he's a little... There's where some of the comedy comes, some of the comedy chops, um, and then Steven Dorff is just a cool villain. Cool villain, yeah. Yeah, and you still get some cool fight scenes all the same, and then really the ending... And Donald Logue is funny? Donald Logue is, yeah. There's a lot of comedy from Donald yeah. Logue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just... Man, yeah. One, especially towards the end, so, like, the whole blood sacrifice and the blood god thing is silly, but... When they get the upper hand on Blade and Steven Dorff gets like, the sword, he's gonna cut like that's great. And then Donald Logue goes to like get his revenge on Blade, and then just ends up getting his head cut off, like with just like that wire. Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, yeah, so I, I I go Blade as well. Um, if I remember right, Blade Trinity really amps up the comedy, but I don't know if it helps. The only thing I really remember about Trinity is I feel like there's a pretty blatant iPod commercial. Yeah. In it, like, could have just been an Apple iPod commercial. <laughs> I, I do remember that. Um, and then yeah, Ryan Reynolds. That was kind of probably my introduction to uh, Ryan Reynolds was being introduced to me around two thousand four. Yeah, and um, doing his Ryan Reynolds shtick. Do you need to see the first one in, in order to understand too? No, you know I think the narration's fine. And I think you pop it in. Yeah, just just let it rip. Mm. Uh, it's almost what, what I really like about the Blade and Blade 2. No origins. Like, Blade, there's a brief... They cover his entire origin in 90 seconds. Yeah. And it's great. You don't need to show me the origin story of every superhero. You can just throw me in the action, and I'll pick it up throughout the movie. I mean, the, this new one that comes out, it's going to be two hours and 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And the first 30 minutes, is just going to be Blade's mom. Yes. Yeah, it would not surprise me if it's, yeah. Going through her pregnancy. <laughs> um, and finally, Blade 2, did we need it? Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to say yes. I think we did need it. You know, I really think it's a lot like the first one. It's, it's almost an identical movie, especially, especially the ending. Bleeding Blade, like the vampire's cat bleeding him out, him being weakened... But then getting blood to be, you know, and then just in the big karate fight. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty good one to 90s action uh, franchise. Like, the fighting's good in it. Wesley Snipes great in it. I think more Blade the better. This one didn't substantially do anything better, but it, it definitely didn't do anything worse. Like, I, I they're very simple. They're very, like, the continuity is like you can watch these together and you almost think like oh these were produced these were directed produced written by the exact same guy um and they, I mean they almost were they, they switched out directors but uh, you know written by so yeah I, I think these work well together I think yeah we need a Blade too. yeah um yeah if you have thoughts on Blade you can email us at dbtgpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on uh, Facebook Twitter Instagram um Spotify um Google Podcasts, you know, give us five stars. You know, listen to this episode on Spotify. It's super easy. Just uh, you listen to the episode, you go five star. Let's say thank you. 
Uh, and then we thank you. Uh, we're going to keep Vampire Month going. Uh, I had my options. I had a lot of options. But I sat on one. I almost didn't want to do it because the original is hard to find. I found it. So you can rent this on YouTube for $2.99. Okay. We're going to do the 2011 remake to the 1985 movie. We're doing Fright Night. Okay. Yeah. The Colin Farrell vampire movie. Okay. Um... Uh, and that'd be fun because I I've never seen the original Fright Night and I've only seen Fright Night remake once back in like 2012. I don't think I've seen either. Fright Night 2011 is streaming on Amazon Prime, and then uh, Fright Night 1985 you can get on um, YouTube. Okay. And they're Fright releasing Night. a 4K in October. So. Because I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'll just maybe I'll do a fun thing. I'll I'll get the movie for us. Uh, I, I thought that in the collection. I was like, oh wow, look at this 4K release. Yeah, let's buy that. Like pre-order it for three months from now. So uh, Friday night. Yeah, uh, that'll do it for this week. Until next week, it's been Don't Be That Guy. Guide to sequel remakes. Uh, uh, do vampires get cancer? That's a good question. They're no longer top of the food chain.